Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings a wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. All right, everybody, that was Jeff Pitchell's Fat Cigar you were listening to, and that means it's time for another exciting episode of Not Just Blowing Smoke, coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio Headquarters here in Londonderry, New Hampshire, right in the 724 Lounge. I'm Pastor Padrone. We've got our hey, Pastor. co-host. Yeah, hi, how are you today? I'm doing good, Pastor. Bless baby. you, son. Bless you. Mm-hmm. But we've got Nick Oteen, we've got David Cadiz, and we have two great guests with us today. We have Dan Leonard from the 603 Brewing Company. 603! And we have Patuente. Esquire. Esquire. Not yet. Yes, Patuente and Esquire. Not just blowing smoke, alum Pat back with us. And uh, um, you guys are back because we kind of did something really special. You guys want to talk about it? Yeah. Um, we designed. A beer for smoking cigars. Yeah, baby. So this that must was, have been a uh, lot of hard, torturous work. You know, we, <laughs> we, we put the time in, we put the hours in, we really put the effort in. Mm-hmm. Um, Got to give credit to Pat. He really spearheaded uh, the project and the concept of the project and really helped us kind of uh, do the whole R&D process. So, you know, what we did is... I brought in my goodness. Yeah, we had, we had a couple sessions where I, I brought in so uh, much hard work my there. brew team with a bunch of different styles and types of beers and not mm-hmm. just stuff that we make, but, you know, all, stuff from all over the world type deal. And we were picking out kind of what uh, aspects of those cigars and flavor profiles mm-hmm. and things like that that we enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with that, Pat was grabbing a bunch of uh, different cigars and we were trying those with different tobacco blends to see mm-hmm. kind of which ones matched up. But, uh, Pat, when you talk a little bit about our R&D process and, and what you thought of it. Yeah, and, so and were you sober through it? <laughs> Just Probably. One huh? more sample. <laughs> Maybe not at the end of it. It was an interesting project because, like, you know, it's – I don't know anything about brewing beer. And then Doug and Kenny don't know anything about smoking cigars. So, you know, Dan was like that kind of center conduit who has a passion of both. <laughs> so he kind of helped make that happen. Because, he was kind of the translator. Yeah. So <laughs> it was interesting because, you know, it was, I mean, for one, Doug and Kenny are just absolutely amazing at what they do. Yeah, like, they it's, mm-hmm. like it's so easy to work with them, even though they don't know your side of things because they have so much knowledge and, and beers and like different profiles and different origins of hops mm-hmm. and it's it's so easy to work with them when you give them any feedback on what you're looking for and it, it was interesting because you know they, they don't smoke cigars and they didn't actually smoke i think they might have taken a couple of draws off of yours possibly, yeah yeah but, they tried a couple of draws and a couple puffs um and it was really that is unacceptable <laughs> do they cough are they, oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> Turn green. Well, they don't chug it down cigars. a gallon of beer. Uh, yeah, they're not cigar guys. <laughs> they're not cigar guys. Which was fine. I mean, it's yeah, we, you know we yeah. sat there and I guess the the starting point for it was just kind of limiting what we could do to something that we can work with because there's so many different options of beer you can do like those sure. IPAs like you know so since we were doing more of a fuller bodied Maduro type cigar you know like what we're smoking tonight which I'm sure we'll talk about shortly mm-hmm. um you know so a lot of it was starting off with stuff that we can relate to which is like the mouthfeel the finish mm-hmm. like if it's going to be clean like the body of it so we started off there and I, you know, talked about kind of how like the cigar is on your palate, like the different kind of finishes, like the spicy, the savories. And then they then took that information and brought out different beers. We started off at 603 and they brought out stuff that they brew um, domestically there. And we started tasting that and kind of going through like, you know, how the, without a cigar and just how like it felt on the palate. And then with that information, we went to Twins one day, and then they brought stuff that was not just domestic and just other beers offered mm-hmm. through, you know, different, you know, countries and distributors. And then we then and we had, just drank and yeah. smoked at Twins <laughs> all day. And then we had that while actually smoking a cigar sample. Mm-hmm. And we really saw, like, which type of style would go well with a Maduro. And then mm. we then took that information and had, like, you know, added stuff to it you know like i think that was the first time 603 did chilies inside yeah so we we went a little we went a little crazy with it right yeah we figured we'd have some fun with this so we uh you know we we tried to figure what we wanted the the beer to be like pat said we we didn't want a thin beer right mm-hmm. because you want to be able to hold up to that tobacco and right. smoke so and then, with the finish, yeah. we, we did something more kind of medium medium body it's a little more viscous and mm-hmm. um protein we didn't want to just like use smoked malts and mimic smoke that's Mm -hmm. just smoke on top of smoke that doesn't that doesn't pair Mm. um so what we did is we went more of a sweeter it's a a doppelbach uh which is a a european style of beer and uh, this one's gonna clock in at seven and a quarter Um, but then we added some really fun stuff to it Mm. Uh, once the base beer was brewed to try to pull out some real interesting notes and we did some whole bunch of different types of chilies uh, so we can actually provide a little heat you know mm-hmm. because when you're smoking cigars you got kind of a little it. bit of that heat and burn in your mouth and the sweetness of the beer is balanced out nice by that heat and uh we got some in front of us right now if you'd like to take a sip yeah oh. um, <clears throat> i thought you I would never ask so cheers mm-hmm. yes cheers everybody cheers, yeah. everyone cheers here's the swimming with bow-legged women okay yeah what mm. So one of the so, thoughts with this beer was uh, I was thinking of it being kind of like a primer. Ooh, mm-hmm. So on its own, drinking the beer, I wanted people who don't smoke cigars to still be able to enjoy it. Which oh, that's pretty pleasant, huh? You know, again, the guys at Six Hundred Three don't make different. a bad that's beer, it so it's, it's going to be there. But I looked at it as a primer, so like that, the chili pepper idea was so you can start kind of activating your palate of like those like sensories by getting that spice, like that sensation. And then that in turn would open up your oral cavities and nasal. So when you draw <laughs> from the cigar, it's going to be a lot more brought to life. And then because of the sweetness in the beer, it's it's a clean finish on your palate. So you don't get like a really, really long lingering finish from the beer, even though it's, you know, fairly heavy. Well, it's mm. not the heaviest thing. It's not like a mitts, but it's, you know, right in the, you know, like a little bit above the medium range. Yeah, for it's, alcohol a, it's a volume. medium body. So the... Alcohol is seven point two four percent. Ooh, get it? I get like. It. I like it. Oh, 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 oh,
brought everyone along with us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you the I'll, I'll give you the red description here. Lounge Cruiser is the name of the beer. Excellent. Lounge Cruiser's Doppelbach, a rich and complex beer. The dark lager's rich cocoa nibs impart a delightful chocolate undertone, while its cinnamon and cumin add a gentle warmth and depth to the flavor profile. Almond extract provides a subtle nutty sweetness that balances the brew's richness. As you savor each sip, the dried chili peppers, which are ancho, papilla, guajillo, and morita, gradually Ooh. reveal their presence, infusing the beer gently with smoke and heat that builds but never overwhelms. Mm. So what we did is we brewed this beer, and then we added sesame to it, coriander, cocoa nibs, cinnamon, cumin, some almond extract, and several dried chilies. Mm-hmm. Let that sit on the finished beer for about a week, week and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a lager, so it was this took about six to seven weeks just to ferment naturally. Okay. Um, and then it sat on there. So this is about an eight to nine week beer, I think, grain to glass. Mm. And uh, Pat actually came in and brewed the batch. Oh, with wow. With the boys. Mm. So, really? Yeah, we did it on our little system, so it's mm-hmm. extremely manual. You do everything from cracking all the grains and, yeah. you know, weighing everything out and stirring with mash paddles over open fire and, and doing no the shit. whole deal. So, wow. Yes. Yeah, Pat, uh, he, Very... he, got the, he got the true beer-making experience there. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Got a lot of forearm workout doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's a labor-intensive labor-intensive uh, <laughs> ordeal. Mm. But, yeah, um, really enjoy the beer. Super excited the way it came out. You know, oh. if a beer like this goes wrong, it can taste kind of like overly sweet and bubblegummy and you don't really get those those nice flavors of kind of that almond and mm. cinnamon and, and no, those I get chilies the, in there. I get the almond and I get the chocolate yeah. on the finish. And now the those chilies are coming into play it, right the, now. The, the heat just kind of comes into the back. Yeah. After, after it's like the back of your throat. Your it's just kind of yep. lingering there a little bit. But mm. if you do a retro like before you take a sip yeah. and then take a sip and then do a retro again, it just completely like opens up the cigar. And I'm like, try that right now. It, it really like because everyone knows I like the spice in the cigar too. So oh, it course. like it enhances the spice and the retro for me, which is something that I was hopeful for when we started doing this. And it is exactly what was intended. It's phenomenally done. I feel like it smooths the cigar out big too. time. You know that sweetness that gets left on the palate. Really oh, wow! Yeah. Wow! It does. It just opens up. Yeah. Totally opens does. Up your nasals. <clears throat> now. Um, oh, you get the chili in the nasals, man. Yeah. Ooh. For Hold those on, of you who may right be now. curious about what we're smoking, we are smoking the 724, um, which happens to also represent the ABV of what we're drinking. <laughs> the 724 Original Series Churchill. It features a Brazilian Modafina wrapper, um, Mexican San Andreas binder, and then fillers from the Dominican and Nicaragua. Uh, oh. How how do you guys think it's going with the, the beer? I'm I'm thinking that what you just said. Totally happens. The yes. spice, well, yep. the retro the totally Mat- in, it totally increases after a sip of the beer. Yeah, for sure. Well, the Brazilian Matafina, you know, it has one of the characteristics of it is you you get like the subtle sweetness and like the uh, like pepper, mm-hmm. you know, and that spice in the drink. They just like shake hands and arm wrestle in your nasal passages. It's just like <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and uh, Carl Weathers, rest the Predator. Peace, Carl Weathers, yep. Yes, rest yeah. in peace. Oh, he's dead. Yep. That's, 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 <laughs> I know it's a true fact, but Dan, you don't have to say it like well, that. Drive it home, Dan. Jesus, <laughs> come on. He's dead now. They did He's a nice dead. commercial for him, a little mm-hmm. tribute on yeah, the Super that Bowl was commercials. Yeah. Did that they? Was, yep. they did. It was it was very, very Schwarzenegger good. Schwarzenegger had his commercial. That was awesome. The 
the State Farm one. State Farm. State Farm. He did a State Farm commercial. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's great. He's like, your neighbor is there. And they're like, it's neighbor. He's like, that's what I said, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> and it just went through, like, this whole thing of, like, him, like, saying our words, you know. And, and they kept, like, you know, giving up. It was hilarious. It was awesome. It's one of the best commercials of, mm. of the Super Bowl. I, now, I didn't catch the Super Bowl at all. I was having toilet problems at, at the house. Mm. But um, was there was there any? Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. There was a streaker. <laughs> a couple. Of did you? Did you? I only seen. Oh, did well, you guys? Seen, I only heard one. A. Did you watch the game? B. Did you see commercial? You know. Half the reason people watch the Super Bowl is the, the game, and then the other half is for the commercials. Were there any worthwhile things uh, that you saw well, game-wise or commercial-wise? Game-wise, it was wonderful because Mahomes got sacked like 20 times. It was beautiful. That's not true at all, but and, yeah, go he ahead. Did. He did. He got not sacked. 20 times. No, it was more like freaking 12 or something like that. He got sacked a lot, more than he usually does. He still got, won. He yeah, got, he yeah, won. He got, still won. He still won, but, you know, that's whatever. I yeah. hate him. So, anyways. Second half uh, of the game. You're not a Chiefs good. fan, Dave. Huh? You're not a Chiefs fan. I'm not a Swift fan, no. <laughs> Two each of their own. Okay. <laughs> same reason, exactly the same reason why nobody's a Patriots fan when Tom Brady was there. Same reason. I mean, I was a fan. But absolutely no reason to hate Mahomes. I, I, I just do. I was a fan <laughs> when Brady went to Tampa. Brady's the greatest quarterback to ever touch a pigskin. And also had the best commercial. Yeah. Oh, the Dunkin' yes, Donuts. The Dunkin' Donuts. Dude. Oh, my God. The, oh, the man. Come the on. Dunk Dunk Kings. Kings. The Dunkin' Kings. Matt Dunk Damon. Kings. Unbelievable. Come on. That was awesome. Tom Brady on the ones and twos, baby. Come on. Oh, what, what about the, the Brady one with the betting app? I didn't. I didn't see that oh, one. So there was a betting app one. It was like DraftKings or one oh, of those. Everyone can bet yeah. except Tom everybody Brady. can bet except <laughs> Brady. And they say like, everybody can bet. Can I bet? I t- I taught him when he was a little kid. Yes, you can do it. And he's like, "What about me?" He's like, "You won too much already." Yeah, <laughs> it's true. That's true. My oh, God, that's funny. Yeah. No, um, yeah, the the Dunkings were pretty great. Yeah, that, that was, was a good one. I think. Hilarious. Well, they ran the the trailer for Deadpool three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that when? was. When? I watched the entire game, and I was looking for them to do something they with did. Deadpool. They, they did. did. They ran it. I think it was in the be- in the. I think it was in the beginning of it. But they did, and they ran it, and it was. I mean, I saw it online this morning. I, I saw it, it online game, this morning I, too. Yeah, I. I saw it and I was excited about it because they incorporated the TVA, which was interesting how they're going with that. But then, like, they didn't show Wolverine until the end, and it wasn't like it was only his shadow. shadow. Yeah, and it's It's like, all right, we get it. Everybody knows that that Hugh Jackman is reprising his role. Yeah. But damn, I wanted to actually see him in the trailer. Yeah, they're totally teasing. They're totally teaser for something. But I mean, it's it's it, there's there's always two or three trailers that are going to come out. Yeah. So the movie doesn't come out until July, so I mean yeah, you got plenty of time. I'm happy. Time. I was really I'm happy very with happy. the trailer because it didn't wasn't spoily. True. It was right. done with taste. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. And it made some Disney cracks. Mm. Yep, which was mm-hmm. great. That was so great. Yeah, I'm not begging like Disney. I'm like, yes, yes. Oh, it's, oh god. That was so nice. It was so nice. I guess that was the controversy with the whole uh, making the movie, or why there was there was problems with 
you know what was written, and I guess that was no, part of it. Disney yeah. was not comfortable. With they the, were with not the comfortable with that. No, yeah, I can see that. But come on, man! <laughs> can't can't mess with a fourth wall breaker. Oh God, <laughs> yeah. yeah! It's like it's like a South Park movie. You know, you just can't complain about what they say. You know, yep. it is. He read they they rag on everybody They're equally, and so does Deadpool. It's not mm-hmm. like he was focused on them or anything. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Most great trailer though. Yep. It was good. I saw it just before the show. And very entertaining. I'm I'm very excited about that. I, I will say my other favorite trailer. I think they came out last week. Was that uh, the Roadhouse? Oh, that new Roadhouse movie looks pretty good with Jill Hall and uh, yeah, Hugh McGregor. In McGregor, McGregor's gonna be in it. I was like, wow. I guess he's beefing up for that movie then. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I saw the trailer maybe a couple weeks ago, and then I went and watched the actual movie with. Um, Swayze, Swayze, and uh, oh, who's yeah. the other guy? Yeah, I forgot the other guy. <laughs> Swayze name. and the other guy. Damn. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, oh, he's been oh, around forever too. Oh, Samuel, Sam, was it Sam? Sam, something. Long gray haired dude. Yeah, yep. Fan- I don't fantastic know. guy. Yep. But that guy, and man, is that movie aged well? <laughs> I mean, it has. I mean, I mean, granted, it was made in what eighties, eighties, late eighties. Yep. And oh god, just the a classic just a classic the fight scenes everything just classic mm. and of course Swayze's Swayze just, can throw a kick Swayze can <laughs> throw a kick baby absolutely mm. 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 Pat Man. you never saw the original one I'm guessing no 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 nope. Every, everyone not. I've talked to under the age of 35 is like I have no idea what this is <laughs> dude like, that oh, was oh. like that was a a staple. Oh, I saw I that. There's a new Twister movie too. Just oh yeah. Oh, Twister oh man. Is no, it not twi- Twister two. It's no, just I'm Twisters. Sorry. It's just it's Twisters. Twisters. Like they just remade the exact same movie. Almost. How do you how it's do you make Twisters. it different? Yeah, I mean, without you know, it's just yeah. It's probably gonna be good. Well, yeah. how do you make it without Bill Paxton? I mean, oh, Bill Paxton is dead, but that's how you make it without him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I hope Helen Hunt is in it because I mean, Wait, Bill Paxton's dead too. What? Wasn't aware of that. Are you shitting me? <laughs> no. Dude, he died like 10 years ago. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean, like, they had, he was on the I'm last. dealing year. with Carl Weathers, and now you tell me Bill Paxton. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, yeah, he died. <laughs> I mean, he the last show that he was on, what was it, like a, a detective show that he was on, and um, huh. yeah, he only recorded. CSI or something like that. No, it wasn't like CSI. It was like more like, uh, like almost like true detective type of deal, but okay. it was, um, he only recorded like four or five episodes, and then, you know, I, I think it was cancer that took him. Just losing national treasures left and right. Bill Paxton. Mm-hmm. Then, I, you know, after that, I remember going back. As soon as I heard that he died, I went back and watched Alien 2, or <laughs> Aliens. And I was like, yeah. And then Predator 2. And I'm like, yes. Oh, Weird yeah. Science. Good filmography. Weird Science, yep. And then he, uh, he was in Terminator 1. Yep. Really? He in, yep. He was in Terminator One. He's the guy he with the, the mohawk. He was the punk. Oh, yeah, he, he was, was the guy with the mohawk. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. He was the guy with the mohawk. Mm-hmm. I, I, oh my gosh, that's never would have guessed. Where yep. was that? Was that in the biker bar at the beginning? No, or? The term, the first Terminator when the, yeah. the kids were like you know at the they were at like at the, the train station. Or something. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. What the cruelty booth? Well, that's well, that was the second one. That was the second one. Yeah, that was the second one. But oh, yeah. still, still a decent impression, Dave. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting better <laughs> as the shows go on. 
Oh my goodness. I'm gonna need a refill in like ten seconds. Calm down. I am. This Jeez. is me calming down. There's no. more to come, don't mm-hmm. worry. Yeah, there is more to come. We don't have to worry about that. That's what she said. Oh, well, so I'd have to say. How, how are you guys? Are you happy with how this turned out? Do you or, uh, you know, do you already have plans for a follow up to this, a sequel or something? I mean, what's I'll be. What has this done? I'll be honest. I have waited to actually drink this beer and smoke a cigar together until mm-hmm. just right now. Mm-hmm. And Aww. I'm uh, I'm Special. pretty I'm pretty damn thrilled. And I think uh, I'll pat us on the back. I think we did a good job here, Pat. I agree with that. Yeah, this is good. Uh-huh. This is good. Um, it's exclusively on tap at the uh, six hundred three Twins Lounge. Twins Lounge. And we kept one keg of it, and we gave uh, we we brought the rest over here. Mm-hmm. So um, it'll you know probably through hopefully through February we'll have enough to enough to stay on nice. a couple kegs. Nice. That's cool. But um, yeah, I encourage people to come down and actually see what a beer pairing mm-hmm. uh, with a cigar is you know really meant to be now what, you know when i usually come on here we, we talk about all you know we've we've tried all sorts of different pairings and right. yeah it's fun um but yeah I'd, I'd say this by far is the best pairing cigar beer i've ever had yeah this is i mean you get that there's a sweet finish sweet uh yeah chocolatey vanillary yep finish to it and then the the heat with the peppers and uh oh Man, just that so, kind of the savoriness you get from the, yeah. like, the cumin and the cinnamon in there. And it's it just, really, really nice. That's that little bite and burn. Well, I really like that, the heat finish from the... Yeah. So Pat was adamant about the chilies. Why were you adamant about the chilies, Pat? Yeah, why? I, it's kind of weird. I mean, I don't... He texted me like every three days to make sure the chilies were going in. And that was sounds like, like all right, we got to put the chilies And we put four types of chilies in. And I what was a little, you pick four I was a little nervous about it, but damn, it does it. It works. It works great. It works very it well. Really works great. Why, why were you so locked in? On why the four different kinds of chilies? And what were you looking f- from each of those chilies to to put in there? So it's just one of. The, I think it was at the time, and we were eating it during it. Is like that was when we had the. Um, the ghost pepper chocolate downstairs, mm-hmm. and I found that when oh, I oh, that's ate, right, we did eat some of that. Yeah, when we were doing mm-hmm. the tasting. I found when I ate that, like the spice and it helped bring the cigars out, and then having mm-hmm. that, you know, chocolate sweetness following it would also enhance the cigar. So that was kind of a building block that we had for the idea on what the beer should kind of symbolize. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, just I've noticed that, you know, like I said in the beginning, like it's like it's kind of like a a primer for its a draw from the cigar. So mm-hmm. I think having a well-balanced heat in something and then having it be clean on the finish enables you to get more out of the cigar. Again, like it engages your sensories because it has like that um, that kind of stimulation on the palate. Mm-hmm. So it just helps you kind of open up and prime the palate to draw from the cigar. So yeah, that- you never really get the back of a of your palate like that mm. on on a beer but this this yeah like you said that it activates that oh um, yeah yeah it's that's a good call i forgot we had done the ghost pepper chocolates and that's kind of where that whole concept started and and the neat thing too is like you're not thinking you're gonna experience any heat you're drinking a cold beer you know the last it thing you're, you're, right the last the thing end. your brain is thinking like oh there's gonna be some heat here but no you get that and it is it's that spice heat it's not just but you know, it's, 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 it's not it's not like very subtle, but it's, it's not very a hot. Obvious. Yeah, 
it's it's not unpleasant at all. It's right. it's not like it's warm. It, it, yeah, it's warm. It, yeah. it and you can feel it really opening up your palate. Mm-hmm. And I had it during the game yesterday, and I was just sipping on it because to me it's a sipping beer, but it's very drinkable too, which is mm-hmm. dangerous. Trust me, I know. But it's uh, as it warmed up too, it got better too. Like it's one of those beers. That... Yeah, this is one of those beers that just because of kind of the the body to it and the you know. Um, kind of that malt character mm. that the more it warms up you're definitely going to get more and kind of evolving flavors out of it mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to warm this up well obviously like it's been you know for you guys have been sitting but i mean like at solid room temperature to serve it like that to see what kind of characteristics come through on that beer yeah mm. you know what i mean and don't get me wrong having it cold is unbelievably unbelievably, unbelievably, re- unbelievably. unbelievably. yeah it's really refreshing yeah. <laughs> around around 55 60 degrees you'll you'll probably get some pretty different flavors out mm. of there that'd be mm. so interesting to do that and just kind of let it sit mm. Mm. now why double bog um that yeah, just kind of it kind of lent itself to I guess the the flavor profiles we were looking for. What about that? So hey, explain explain what that kind of yeah beer um, is. So kind of some of the key uh, components of of what that beer is is we wanted. It's got two box malt sweetness. <laughs> well, it, it, it's it's a box style, but it's a, yeah. The, the, you Not get the you box. get the double <laughs> from double the uh, from the alcohol. Mm-hmm. So the higher alcohol, then it becomes a double. Um, and so we get a malt sweetness from it, mm. but then also making it a lager and not an ale okay. means it slow ferments and it just cleans out a lot more. So mm. you get a very clean beer, clean tasting beer, but it, you, then you also get the sweetness. This would honestly taste completely different if we used an ale yeast as opposed to a lager yeast. Mm. Um, so using the lager yeast was very intentional to make sure that we got a clean finish, but still a medium body. You get the sweetness to carry all those extra flavors that, mm. that we then incorporated that we then incorporated into it um so yeah that was the process mm. i enjoyed the hell out of it uh i'd say we'll we'll definitely be doing a follow-up um i think maybe some kind of uh summer beer variant mm-hmm. that would go with uh, some summer smokes would probably be the next challenge for us some, to some nice out. corojos or yep. some connecticut's or maybe even some cameroon yeah i think that would be fun because that will even be more of a challenge Right, because you're trying to use some lighter flavors mm-hmm. uh, to balance some of those lighter tobaccos. Mm. So that'll that'll probably be our next challenge mm. once uh, once Pat's school slows down. <laughs> <laughs> can't can't pull him away from his studies too much. No, mm. no, you're very busy with that, Pat. What's what's going on with that right now? What's what's uh, what's the game plan for the next few months? Uh, so I'm in a class called comparison right now. So that's a what. It's called comparison. Oh. So it's um, <laughs> prepping you for the um, MBE portion of the bar exam, which is mm. the 200-hour, 300-question, three, three-hour sessions you take for the first day of the bar exam. So each two weeks, we focus on one of the seven topics you get tested on, and you take a test at the end of the two-week period. You have to score a certain percentage on to advance from the class to graduate. So that's been what's taken up most of my time because you're – have two weeks to master an entire year's worth of law you did in law school. So that, and then when um, May comes, if I don't screw up, I'll graduate. And then the bar exam is the last weekend of July. And then if I don't screw that up, then I'll be done. Summer of fun. 
Oh, it's summer of fun. Summer of fun for Pat. Yeah. It's better than summer of Sam. <laughs> Man. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Pat did not get that reference. No, I didn't. It's okay. We'll tell you later. I don't think Dan got that reference. No, I, I, got, I hope so. I did get the reference. I did get the reference. But um, can I just say, oh, oh gosh, this is awesome. Looking around at everybody's cigar. What's awesome? The pairing. Oh, the oh, beard. Sorry. The, good. The, pairing, the pairing has been great. Um, the cigars are all burning fantastic. Yeah. yeah I'm looking are. around. Everybody's cigar is burning really well. It is. Um, the taste is great mm-hmm. on this. You know, it's smooth, it's creamy, it's it's got some nice rich flavor to it, and it just goes along with the beer so well. Mm-hmm. And what you said about the whole retro thing, I'm still my mind is still kind of blown about that. How the beer really does open up your your nasal passages and, and enhance the the spice that you get from the cigar. So, are we trying another beer with the cigar, or what are we doing? I would, I would like to think know. we can do that. I think we should. Why not? And then we'll, then we'll have to, you know, we'll transfer into the the pipe tobacco too. I'm, I want, I'm saving some of this. Yeah. For the pipe tobacco too, I want to try. Yeah, we'll have to get. Yeah, a I was, when I was oh, drinking this yesterday, I, I was thinking of pipe tobacco as well with it because mm-hmm. that wasn't, you know, part of the process. But I figured that honestly, if you have like a Virginia Perique blend, I mm-hmm. think that would be like an ideal pairing for it or even like mm, a even in english yeah yeah like a, in english would like a really virginia well latakia because i think the sweetness will well i think the spice will bring forward the perique but then the sweetness will enhance the virginias so they just kind of get like a nice balance together so obviously like dan's palate for pipe tobacco is the, yeah. the one that would judge that but i think that it would definitely go well with a pipe tobacco it's not too strong or it's going to over shadow anything from the pipe tobacco and since it has that clean finish i think it'll mm. be a good primer for a pipe mm. well what do you want us to uh pair next um i think the natural progression would probably be to move into the barley wine mm-hmm. um i think we need some glasses though all right i can go take care of that all right uh mm. i'll tell you guys a little bit about the barley wine while dan's getting us some Glasses. So yes. this is our 2024 release. Um, this particular one was aged in bourbon barrels for 21 months. So we've really been extending our uh, barrel aging program where nothing is at this point younger than 18 months that mm-hmm. we're releasing. Okay. They used to be, you know, early days we started off kind of 10 months and then we went 12 and then we're like, you know what, let's just keep pushing this and making sure that we're, we're hitting the actual optimum time to release this stuff yeah um so this hit a just a beautiful flavor profile at 21 months um so then we pull it out and then with this we added coffee from interim coffee company and some madagascar vanilla beans whoa and let it sit on that and this guy is clocking in at 11.97 percent you're talking my language man yeah (laughs) so and again a barley wine is going to be um large malt forward so it's basically a super amped up version of something like this that we just had. Uh, but again, the, the notes are going to be more vanilla and uh, coffee. Interesting, interesting. So if I can get to your... Move my tonight. shoulder. You're trying to insult me there? Like, am I, oh, am I too big no, here? No, 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 no. I'm just, you know, tight corner. I have a bottle opener. Do you? Yeah. 
Well, I'm destroying that lid, and the wax is keeping me from opening this. Oh. There we go. I oh, got never mind. For the next one. Levi, my boy. Levi's here to save the day. Levi. I do need another Thanks, glass sir. of the lounge cruiser. You'd be so kind. Thank you, sir. Right. I got two glasses, and I'm very happy. Here we go. Oh, look at that! It says six oh three on it and everything. Look at that! Huh? Oh yeah, we we did it right. Quality branding. Mm -hmm. Mine doesn't say Corona, alright. Tilt. Oh, tilt. <laughs> Come on, it's our first I don't, day. I don't know. Jesus. I don't know if I I'm usually more of a bourbon or whiskey or a scotch drinker, so I just I just pour. Oh, just that. Look at that color. Look at that. So yeah, mm. you got that That's those beautiful deep, amber. Rich amber Look amber colors. Mm. Mm. What so do we got on the nose? What bring, do we got on the nose? The nose, yep. Hair. I get like uh apple cider on yeah. the nose. Yeah. I get uh, some yeah, a lot of dried fruit. Get some plum. Yep, a little bit of plum. Yeah. Oh, baby, baby. Oh, baby, baby. Oh, wow. And again, so different. Yeah. Yeah, you get a lot more, a lot more fruit characteristics yeah, on definitely. there. Coffee's just in the background. Mm-hmm. And the vanilla's just in the background. Oh, wow. So I, I got to meet the uh, the CEO of 603 when I was over there oh, growing. Oh, you did? You Is any sitting right here? No, the mascot nope. of the Mitts. Nope. Oh. The Mitts the Mitts herself. The kitty cat? Yeah. The Mitts oh. herself. Yeah, the, the cat executive was officer. Was there for the brew day. Three. Yep. Now, is the cat, like, officially, like, part of the building, or you she take is, her home? She or? is literally on the organizational chart as the CEO. Now, I had, to get, the <laughs> cat, <laughs> I had to get the cat's permission to brew the beer. It's true. Yeah, she had to approve of Pat prior to brewing. Now, how'd you do that, Pat? I want to know how did you persuade that cat to make the brew? It was an interesting process. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> Been sitting on that one for years. <laughs> that it, was it good. Was, it was perfect. Oh! <laughs> Sounds like an interesting tale. Oh! <laughs> He just told him, no, I want to do it right meow. Oh. I pulled that one out of Super Troopers there. <laughs> That's like, why am I here? <laughs> well, fortunately, the cat has a soft spot for uh, chicken CBD treats. So <laughs> the cat's out of the bag? <laughs> yeah, cat's out of the bag. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, my. So tell us a little bit about the uh, barley wine here. Yeah, so like I said, this was aged in bourbon barrels for 21 months. Mm -hmm. uh, then it sat on some coffee beans and some vanilla. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't hit you like it's 12%, but it's 12%. 12%. Yep. yep. That is. That's a lot more than 7.24. Yeah. Mm, a little bit more, yes. That is very interesting. Mm. That is very. So a little more, not as complex as. Uh, lounge, lounge cruiser. cruiser, right, right. Mm -hmm. You know, which again, which is what makes lounge cruiser so interesting that you yeah. get a beer half the alcohol percentage, but almost double the kind of complexity yeah, of flavor, flavor, flavor profiles mm -hmm. in it. So this is more of one you could kind of sip down and crank down a little, little faster as you're mm -hmm. as you're pulling your pulling the cigar. I mean, man, you get that right in the back of the palate. You get that sweet. Almost apple cider, 
Yep. Yeah. Plum there. Yep. Yep. Little vanilla in there. Yep. That is very very pleasant. Oh, this is like a good like a good summer as soon as drink. I too. get the vanilla right at the right at the beginning. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Vanilla is right there, and then it kind of fades yep. off to some fruit. And, yep. That's yep. nice. And then a touch of coffee right at the end. It's like a yeah. Yep. There it is. Uh huh. Looks like you knew. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're professional or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You work there. <laughs> Only on the weekends. Nick is an official uh, high ABV beer tester for us now. Oh, no, nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, God. Mm. Now, what do you think about um, barley wine and the 724? Is it as good a pairing? Is it a different pairing, but just as good? It, you know, what, what kind of things does it change about the cigar? I think it is a good pairing, but not as good. Like, yeah. that pairing was something that's just, like, echelon higher level it was yeah i'm just yeah. not even going to try to compare it to it mm-hmm. it's, right that was that's a cigar beer like pat you did a great job yeah Dan. for sure mm-hmm. oh, bravo pat yeah it wasn't that just was... me i didn't know how to brew beer <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean you you got it through that process so well um and you were able to really communicate the the most honestly for me the most interesting part of that process was watching pat talk flavor and sensory profiles to doug and kenny yeah and doug and kenny teaching pat how to pull the different flavors out of the different beers that Mm. we were sampling and how to target that stuff um so watching them kind of teach each other on on you know uh it was really neat because i know pat's got a very good palate and Mm -hmm. sensory and then you know doug and kenny on the other side they have also amazing palates because it's what they do all day you're you're looking for nuance and all these different flavors and things like that so watching those guys work together was uh that was a lot of fun yeah i bet that was a lot of fun so yeah as much as i mean normally the barley wine's like my favorite thing to pair but right now i think lounge crews is blowing it out of the water frankly mm-hmm. sounds like yeah. you had the best job you were just like <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I, I sat in the middle i was yeah. like what do you think <laughs> give me another now what do you think <laughs> no i gotta have another i can't, I, just can't do, I just can't get it i need another cigar i need yep. another beer yeah was... then an hour <laughs> in we won't even speak in english yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm, uh, yes. We oh did learn how many gosh. beers Pat could have before he can go to work. So. <laughs> Four? That became a bit of a tale. So. Fifteen? <laughs> what did you do to him? I'm like, we were just doing R&D. That's it, man. Hmm. Well, you know, when, when Pat's on the podcast, you know, he's he's barely sipping, you know, whatever drink we had. You know, we, we'd finish the night and he'd still have most of his drink left. So for him to going down four beers at once in a few hours and then come back. Yeah, I mean, we pretty... went through 10 or 12 different styles. You dog! It was work. Yeah, it was work. You suffered through it. Yes, it was a lot. I'm so sorry. I'll pray for you, Pat. I was in heaven just yeah, drinking beers and smoking cigars oh, all day. Yeah. Yeah. We could, we could, we could, we could do our all day. All day long. <laughs> I think the, the point that I realized it was bad was I think you brought another tray of four flights out and you said, you're probably not going to tell the difference, but here's four more. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> tell the difference. I can't even see the glasses. <laughs> There's eight. Why are you <laughs> What do you mean, four? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seems some, like some, I'm some able to hold two at once. <laughs> this is amazing. Sometimes I forget that most people aren't accustomed to drinking <laughs> 16 different beers and, you know, yeah, at a, at a sitting. But. 
<laughs> it was good. We had some uh, some chicken too. It was, uh, all the time. Yeah, yeah. We got some food in the boy. Mm-hmm. Gotta get some food. <laughs> so, R Dan, what do yeah. you think about this pairing now? Like what? Like what do you think about it? I agree with Dave. It's a it's a good pairing. It is. It's a solid pairing. Mm-hmm. Um, the fruitiness in the barley wine brings yeah. out some extra stuff in this and plays with the Modafina. Yeah. And the um, San Andreas, mm-hmm. which is naturally sweet and kind of chocolatey. Yeah. Those flavors really go together, and yeah. and it's really it's almost like it adds this really kind of dark stewed fruity component yeah. to the cigar yeah <clears throat> it you know and i i know people are gonna laugh but it, it tastes more like pipe tobacco i was just yeah. gonna say it tastes like i just smoked a bowl of virginia mm-hmm. like some uh carolina red flake or something yeah, like that. I, I know and i know kurt would be like oh uh, please drink something else but <laughs> <laughs> but you know it, it's good it's yeah. it's it's very very good i like it i like it very it just much. adds adds more sweetness to the cigar yeah it, it amplifies of... it amplifies that yes, that the cigar sweetness. tastes different now right oh yeah, it's really very different right 100%. Hey, totally different yeah i i definitely got more flavors Before, out of the cigar with the other beer yes yeah, yeah. Like that was more like cocoa and you got the pepper and you got mm-hmm. you know there was some oh, yeah. sweetness you know but it, it was oh mm. yeah wow. i mean excuse me you okay over there i'm all right um, do we want to? I, I want to kind of give the cigar its three beers, but I want to, you know, make sure we don't like go on for like three hours either. So, do right, we want to do that? Want to do the mitts? Yeah, let's, let's do, do the, the mitts. mitts. Do the mitts now? Okay. Yep. Yep. On to the mitts. On to the mitts. On to the mitts. Well, don't finish it. So tell us. No, you can't have any with the pipe tobacco. I mean, he has you two have more all bottles. Cup. We were trying not to open. <laughs> you I mean, blew look, it. You get out of here! What do you mean? Look, I got for the team. What happened to that? You're freaking lush. You're I'm not a lush. Yeah, well, what? <laughs> I just, you just drink everything. I have. I'm not a lush. I have a a, a hobby. <laughs> what it is? It's a hobby. Being crunk is not a hobby. You should see me on the weekends, bro. <laughs> tilt, tilt, tilt. Oh, tilt, tilt. My bad. You yeah. should see me on the weekends. In Nick's vision, currently, he thought he was tilting it. <laughs> That's true. Thank you, sir. I can't lie there. Aren't we in Joker's lair? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is our annual Mitz release. Mm-hmm. This particular variant this is our Russian Imperial Stout. Mm. Oh, it smells fantastic. 11.9%. 11.9. Aged in bourbon barrels for 18 months. And then it oh. got to sit on cocoa nibs and freshly roasted coconut. So the aroma of this reminds oh. me of like I go to uh, Martha's Vineyard once a year for oh. vacation. And there's a place called Murdoch's oh. Fudge. It's like a fudge shop, fresh fudge is cooked mm. there like every day. Ooh. And this is like the exact scent when you walk in. It's just like freshly baked, warm fudge. And oh. coconut. Rod yeah. wants to know if the cat declared the barley wine perfect. Ooh, <laughs> I, I I think. <laughs> I think the cat declared the mitts typically is the perfect that is that mm-hmm. is the beer that's her namesake mitzi is the name of the cat and the mitts is the name of the uh mm-hmm. russian imperial stout series that we released for her oh 
Oh, that's so good. I am a Russian Imperial Stout fan. Yeah, now this so is like I'm not surprised. Alcoholic I, chocolate oh, syrup. Yeah, yeah right? Yes. Oh, my God. Couldn't have said it any better yeah. myself. It's oh. a big, Whoa. rich mouthfeel. Uh, yeah. I want this on my pancakes. Yeah. You got Anything that has and, San Andreas yeah. in it is going to pair well with, with that. that. Right. Mm-hmm. And this does have the, the San Andreas in the uh, as the binder. So it is oh a my great God. pairing. Wow. Yeah, this, this, this chocolate will, bomb. This will hold up to the, your, your biggest cigars. Your, oh, your dude. Yeah, everything. It'll, I love the Lounge Cruza, well. but Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. This is yeah, um, something else. When, this is I wanna, another I wanna level, try, bro. I want to try a Perdomo 30th Maduro with this. Oh, oh that God. would be that would be amazing. When we started doing the beer, like my bias in the beginning of it was having Dan let me do something with the mitts, but... Uh, Don't the, touch the mitts. The cat didn't approve. <laughs> Don't touch the mitts. <laughs> I couldn't touch the mitts. Couldn't touch the mitts. Don't screw right. with the mitts. Yeah. Yep. Jesus. So we did just... uh, we did three or four variants this year, but this mm-hmm. is the uh, the mitts moa. The what? Moa. Mitts moa, which Mitz is Mitz a, moa. a play on the Samoa. Girl Scout cookie. Not to be confused with the, with, the, Momoa. with the chocolate and the coconut. That's what he, I thought. I, I honestly thought that was, that's what he was going with. Yeah. No. Mitz, Jason Momoa. This is Aquaman's beer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could. He's a big Guinness guy. I could picture I just, him drinking this. I just guy? saw. I just saw a thing with him, and he was like talking about how he got the the the, the job for Aquaman, and he thought. He went in to actually be Batman. Yes. And I they, saw that uh, interview. Oh, really? And, yeah. And they, uh, and then they called him back and they said, uh, um, he thought he was going to be, um, what's that, the other bad guy's name? Friggin', oh, uh, um, Lobo. Lobo. And they're like, no, we want you to be Aquaman. And he was like, Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's useless. <laughs> like, that was an instinctual yeah. reaction. It's kind of he funny. talks to fish. <laughs> to fish. <laughs> what is superpower? I can telepathically communicate with ocean animals. You talk to fish. You talk to fish. I love that I can series. Be in the oh, dark. I love that so series. So you can talk to fish. I have super hearing, so you can hear the fish. <laughs> that's, 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 can you that's, swim? How, How fast can you swim? Like, faster than a, you know, Fishing. a slow boat? <laughs> Here's my trident. How many dents you got on that? That skit is awesome. I watched, dude, I watched all the skits of that. Of that. Yeah, yeah. They went through and fired, like, uh, uh, Aquaman. They did Wonder Woman. They even he even did one of himself. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he, he did the other Batman. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Was, I didn't was, see any of those. The, the, the oh, he has like right? six or it's seven like, of them. It's it's awesome. Of, <laughs> your voice is so soft. <laughs> <laughs> it's new age. <laughs> <laughs> because he was fi- firing uh, the Robert Pattinson yeah, character yeah, yeah, Batman. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. And then the one with him and uh, um, Bane oh. gets stabbed. <laughs> oh my God! With all the jokes. That was just oh. awesome. <laughs> oh my! God. I was gonna go into it. I know we can't go into it. <laughs> graphic. We oh, can. Okay. That was beautiful. Yep. Yep. Those are good. Those are good shorts. You look them up on YouTube. There, Pat. I'm gonna say ultimately, though, you nailed it. This is like literally eating fudge, mm-hmm. drinking fudge, and smoking a cigar. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Excellent. Excellent stuff. Oh my God. I Yo, mean, uh, with this cigar. In this drink, I mean, that's, I mean, don't get me wrong, the this Lounge Cruiser. Mm. This is dessert. Lounge Cruiser's dinner. Yes, this, this, this is, is I, dessert. I, I can still taste 
the spice, though. Still sitting in the back. Still, still, still yeah, back. a little bit. Yep. A little bit. It's, it's lingering. It's lingering, but fine. it's nice. I'm fine with that. But I'm just, it's just that. Oh, I'm really happy with It just that. makes a cigar so chocolatey. Yeah. Mm. And that's there with the, the yeah. San Andreas. You know, it just, it's it's funny how, I think the, you know, the lounge cruiser kind of picked up on the, the earthiness of the cigar and the spice of the cigar. The the barley wine brought out the sweetness of the Matafina. And this is really bringing forward the, the binder, the, the uh, San Andreas. It's, it's just really cool how what you drink yeah. has a huge effect on how you experience and enjoy the cigar. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. Now, has the cigar impacted any of these beers for you, Dan? Has it added things or taken away things or Im- I, I impacted them in any positive or negative way? I think the cigar keeps the mitts, honestly, from being too sweet for my mm-hmm. palate because I'm mm-hmm. not a huge on on the sweet side. I, I get usually that. prefer savory more. I get that. So for me, like I would prefer to have a cigar while while drinking something like the mitts because mm-hmm. it keeps the uh, it helps tamp the sweetness down a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I would again. I, I keep going back to Lounge Cruiser where I think they they brought the most of each other out. Mm. Yeah. You know. The smoke, I mean, as far as the what drink. did the cigar bring out of the Lounge Cruiser for you? I feel like the spice and the heat um, really stepped up because I had again I had had the Lounge Cruiser prior, but mm-hmm. I had not done it with a cigar because I wanted to do it on the show with you guys tonight, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't feel as much of that heat presence, mm-hmm. but. Like Dave said, I still have it sitting in the back of my palate. And yeah, I feel like, and I feel like the cigar yeah. is kind of helping keep it there. Yeah, yeah. right. It just, it just, just like, oh, hey, just a reminder. It's knocking still, that spice yep. door. It's still it's beautiful. Still sitting there because there is nothing that's going to provide nothing in the mitts or the barley wine that's going to give you that. But yeah. it's still sitting back there in the palate, which yeah. is pretty neat. All right, well, fantastic. Let's let's switch gears now, and we need like a transformer button. Let's. Look at the pipe tobacco that we are going to be smoking. Whoa. And hopefully, I don't know about Nick, but me? we've got the, most of us still have some of each beer. I mean, we can get a refill. <laughs> I mean, so we can, we right? we can do this they, here. One of them. So, what we're doing tonight, it, you know, this was kind of a collaboration between uh, Twins 724 and, and 603. Uh, Two Friends is a longtime. Uh, brand of tobacco that uh has been put out by cornell and deal that was uh done in collaboration with glps and um greg pease and jeremy reeves kind of went over all the old recipes and kind of refreshed them all okay you know didn't like change what things were but they changed the primings they tweaked them a little bit they you know so everything's freshened up and along with that um and new and new tin art and everything like that came a new blend which we are lighting up tonight homeward bound it came out last week oh boy and here's what it says on the tin two friends homeward brown is a bespoke aromatic blend that combines black cavendish heirloom burleys naturally (laughs) sweet brights and tangy red virginias for a delightfully complex smoking experience Offering notes of dark stone fruits, candied tree nuts, and subtle hints of liquor, Homeward Bound's nostalgic old-school tobacco flavor is sure to make it a favorite among enthusiasts of sophisticated aromatic blends. 
here in a two-ounce tin. So um, Greg Pease and Jeremy Reeves did this. You know, Jeremy Reeves did all of our 724 blends. Yes. The guy's a genius. You know I'm a big GLPs fan. Yeah. Oh. I've been smoking his stuff since it came out around 2000. He's been involved in everything else. Um, well, not everything, but probably most of it, you know. And uh, you don't. I have not seen very many things that he's done that are aromatic. So this is kind of a, a new thing for me. And um, first off, I'd love to know what you guys think of the blend itself, and then we can go and try all three beers and talk about whatever we want, blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had a little bit of this earlier in one of my Savinelli's, and what did I have? I had my Tiger Pipe, and my Tiger Pipe is a wide bowl. So I got more, and I was telling Danny that when I smoked it, it was like <clears throat> smoking a brownie. Mm. Not a wheat brownie, but a brownie. <laughs> I wanted to be clear. You're not that good. I, I wanted to be clear. But it was like having like a burnt brownie because you got like that crazy deep chocolate. It's a great descriptor. Yeah. And it was. I got that right at the end. It was like that charry, like you get like mm. the corner yeah. of the of the yeah, brownie, the crust, yeah. the crust the brownie, and you got yeah. like, then you got like, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, and so, I, that's so true. And that's what I got from it. And I was like, wow. I was like, all right, well, that's really pleasant. Mm -hmm. But and then you said it was an aromatic, and I was like, oh, Jesus, this doesn't really taste like an aromatic. It's like, like, just that's the regular flavor of it, mm -hmm. and it's pretty damn beautiful, if you ask me. What do you think, Dave? I'm still trying to put together on this, man. It's weird. It does not taste like an aromatic to me. No. I'm digging it. You digging it? Yeah. What do you like about it, Dan? Um, I feel it's it's not overpowering at all. No. no. It doesn't have that almost false sweetness you get. Yeah, we have aromatic. a aromatic taste. You know, yeah. just like, oh. And I, I think the brownie like sugar -free or comparison is probably the perfect uh, yeah. comparison. It's like I've... right at the end. It's like that. Almost oh. well done brownie mm -hmm. that you left in there for I can't get five, any of that. five, ten minutes too long. I can't get any of that. You know I, what you I do totally... when I when I'm pulling on this, all I uh, it's just bringing out that spice from the, the lounge beer. I, I think what'll be really interesting, like I I wouldn't pair the barley wine with this, but mm. I would pair the lounge cruiser first yeah, the and, lounge and, the and then the Mitzmoa afterwards to yeah. see if you can really pull that brownie out at the mm -hmm. at the end. Well, I'll tell you this right now. I had a sip right before I started smoking. Ah, there you this, go. And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I just couldn't do it. Yeah, well, it's like myself. your fourth glass of beer. <laughs> Why are you counting? <laughs> Someone has. Me. Someone has. Why? Who cares? Yeah. Who's count? Who cares? Uber. Um. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that who you're calling? You do no. Uber? No. I gotta say, I like the artwork on the tin as well. Mm -hmm. Very Ed Hardy. American, uh, was that what do they call that? American, American tattoo style, American mm -hmm. art. Yeah, mm. that is pretty cool. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think the uh, lounge cruiser, again, you know, the, those spices there, yeah. Yeah. brings oh, out a cruiser. lot of the brings out a lot of flavor in this, and that that it that. Right, we're on a show. <laughs> that brownie corner. Thing that you're talking about i yeah. don't want to say like burnt brownie like a, a well done brownie it, but it's that corner where you, you know yeah, it's a little it's bit a little harder tar yeah it's a little it, hotter it totally totally makes that i get that now mm -hmm. i'm feeling it mm -hmm. 
Okay, here we go. Yeah, it's very bready, mm. very cocoa, you know. Um, but again, like you're saying, it, there is not this, and it's one of the reasons that I don't enjoy a lot of aromatic tobacco is because there is that kind of artificial sweet, mm-hmm. you know. Mm. I, you know, there's some waxy kind of yeah experience on my palate that I just don't like. This does not have that at all. No. Um, very subtle. Mm-hmm. Kind of plays like a a non aromatic. Mm-hmm. It's masquerading as a non aromatic. Mm. It's yeah, it's it's as an aromatic. It's real interesting how they pull it off. I'm I'm real. I I don't like artificial sweet flavors and I anything. agree. I totally and agree. And drinks or anything like that. it really mm-hmm. turns me off. But like it's yeah, this has a touch of a sweetness to it, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, exactly. It's like all. more sweet. If, you, if you're wanting something a little bit sw- more on the sweet side. It's like the same level. Of, it's like a Virginia sweet, mm-hmm. but instead it's like. But it's got a savory and a little spice yeah. to it. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> so All right. I, I, I'm going to. Let's see. That's the mints. I'm going to try it with the barley wine and see what happens. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm doing the smoke last day. Just for you. Mm-hmm. Here we go. You know the barley wine is not actually that bad with it. Yeah, I was my expectations were really low after Dan said this would probably not go well. So Dan, but it's, you it's the glass. It's, what it's do you not think? bad. Even better. <laughs> I'm just digging the hell out of that beer. That beer is good. Good job, Pat. Keep going back to it. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right meow. Dan? <laughs> Dan, I think you're right. That actually dulls some of the fruitiness mm-hmm. of that barley wine. Yeah, it dulls some of it out. And uh, it almost adds a little bit of that brownie flavor mm-hmm. to the barley wine, doesn't it? It, it, it? There's more of a bready note to it. Absolutely. I didn't see that coming. That was, nope. That's really right. Cool. Yeah. It absolutely does. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> You'd never know. <laughs> You'd never know. All right. It's mm. okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. All right, well, mm. now we've got to do it. I'm trying the mitts. Yep. Here I'm we go. That. Here yeah, we go. That's what I was waiting for. Here we go. Here we go. This is going to be mm. chocolate heaven right here. Right, we'll draw that. Oh. Oh. oh, yeah. There it is. Brownie Town. Brownie Town. <laughs> I can't get over that taste of that mitts, man. That thing oh. is amazing. Yeah, sure. Wow. That's, that just, actually... that's like a chocolate explosion there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, God. I think it totally changes from that kind of. It's like dark, having lava cake dark, at, at Uno's. That dark, yeah. that dark, bready brownie with those. Kind of really dark cocoa kind of oh, flavor. Oh God! Now it's sweet. Now it's creamy. Now yeah. it's like yeah. like you're saying this is this is something. Wouldn't it be cool if you could go out to eat and then they offered and something have a like smoke? This, Imagine for that. like a dessert. Yeah, you know. Mm. So here's your dessert. You, know, you, you got a you got a snifter of that. You got yeah, a little. Yeah, you know, right? a little I mean, oh let's rewind it to back to 1970s, mm. and mm-hmm. you'd be able to do that right right at the table. Man, yeah. that's good. Well, even oh. the, even the 80s. 
Even, uh, uh, even the yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. And I, you know, I like a rich chocolate mousse. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Like chocolate, I said, chocolate, it's chocolate like mousse. the lava cake that you yeah. get at Uno's. You split it, and it's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Pat. Laugh. Jeez, smile, damn it. Smile. Show smile. Oh, Jesus. I'm working really hard over here to make you laugh. Made a sound effect and everything. I know, man. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. I just oh. don't get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Snickers. Mm. So I, I am a big spirits and bourbon guy, mm -hmm. and I often have that while I'm smoking cigars and whatnot, mm. but... I will say that I think this pairs so well with these beers, though. Mm. Mm -hmm. oh, uh, it's kind of cool that it didn't matter. Uh, mm. To me, it doesn't matter which pairing. They're all really good with this pipe tobacco. Just, just steers you in yeah. a different direction, each one of them. That's mm. mm. really, oh, really fun. Everything is so different, dramatically. Right, I mean, I with everything. Levi, my boy, do you have your pipe with you today? <laughs> I think you should retrieve it. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. Oh man! Wow! It is really wild how each of these beers brings something completely different to the table. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, even with the cigar, but it's to me, it's more evident with the pipe tobacco. Yeah, yeah. Would you agree? It's very yeah. vibrant. Yeah. Very you know, vibrant. Every every it's beer definitely more of a makes it completely change. different. Yeah. Oh, I mean, God. the cigar kind of went. It angled this way. It angled this way. This is like, yeah, you know, let's look at a whole different side of things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's too bad you don't know what we're talking about. Uh, yeah. Pat, I got a pipe you can use. <laughs> I'm all set. That's what she said. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dave on the board. I see, Dan, you have yourself a moonshine cannonball there. My yes, friend. I'm a big fan. That is such a pretty pipe. Yeah. I got the short fuse cannonball. Yeah, that is also pretty nice too. That is Thank you. Moonshine and Bryworks. <laughs> You're make welcome. Great That's right. pipes. Yeah. Make Dan, Dan, pipes. what's our next pipe event? I, I, oh, March 9th. Time next, to add to the collection. The next pipe event is going to be March 9th. Great segue, Saturday, Dan. March I love 9th. it. Yep. And uh, that is the PD Blinders uh, annual Peterson event. And. Um, it's going to be a fantastic time. It's going to take place <laughs> right here in the lounge. And um, oh, cool! Thirty bucks is going to get you. We're going to only have, 30? thirty. Thirty bucks. Insane? We're going to. You're going to get food. You're going to join the PD Blinders. You get food. There's going to be a charcuterie board. You know, kind of snacky food. Charcuterie <laughs> board. Everybody. Everybody you. is going to get a full pour of Jameson Black Barrel. Mm. Whoa! Everybody will have the opportunity to, you know, do taste tastings with a Red Breast Twelve Year Irish Whiskey, mm -hmm. um, and then along with that, um, you're also going to get Peterson swag, Jameson swag, Red Breast. I mean, you're, you're going to end up leaving with fifty or sixty bucks worth of experience between <laughs> the swag, the drink, the food, and all that stuff. If you've never been <clears throat> experienced. And then there's, there's, it's also <laughs> going to, the people who join the PD Blinders with that 30 bucks are also going to get some exclusive discounts on uh, Peterson Pipes. We're going to have about 100 Peterson Pipes here. Cool. And uh, we're also making a special announcement that is completely hush-hush. 
and it, I'm wicked excited about it. I'm not going to say anything else about it. I want people wondering what the heck it is, but the PD Blinders are making a move, people, and we're going to announce what that is at the event, and you're going to want to be there for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be an awesome, awesome time, and we kind of we, we dress up, too. This is the whole PD Blinders thing. So 1920s kind of stuff. Pat does it better than anybody. Tweed suit, th- vest, the hat, everything. He just needs He's a gun. awesome. He just needs a gun. How do you know I don't have a gun? <clears throat> I know you don't have a gun. We don't carry. I'll give you one of mine. We don't have guns, but we have pipes. That's what we have in the pockets. I got a 38 revolver snub nose. I'll get <laughs> Perfect you one for that. Perfect for that. I'll get so. you one, brother. Are you a virgin? Am I a virgin? Did you just ask me if I was a virgin? I got P38 snub nose. What's wrong with a 38 snub nose? What kind of a holster? What kind of holster? Shoulder holster. Shoulder. Oh. Old school. Right That's classic. That's 90s right. cop movie. Right Bingo, under the armpit. Baby. Yep. Dragnet. 38 snub. Dragnet. Uh, Ask your father uh, about that. Holster. Yeah. That's it, baby. Oh, you know what's funny? Puppy. Got I the had... bead loaders in your pocket and everything. Oh. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. But that that is our biggest piece yes, event of the year. Shirley. It's going to be fantastic. You want to be here for that. 12 to 4, right cool. here at 724 Lounge, March 9th. And then we've got the 724 event going on while we're talking at Twins. Mm-hmm. And um, February 29th, it's a Thursday. Um, Kurt will be in the house from three to six here at the Londonderry location. And, um, from now until the end of that event, uh, which goes from three to 6 PM, <coughs> you can get, Excuse me. well, that's not what you can get. <laughs> You're excused. If you drink three beers, it you will buy be. any four, <laughs> seven, 24 cigars. You're going to get one free. You're going to get an original Toro free. That's a good deal. You buy, uh, a box, oh, you're going to get a five-pack free. That's like 50 55 bucks right there. Correct. If you're going to buy two boxes, you're going to get two of those five-packs, 10 cigars. 110 bucks. There you go. Yep. Plus a 10-count travel humidor. And that's another 30. Yeah. There's another 35 bucks right oh, there. 35. If you do three boxes, oh, yes. which is the best deal, you get the 10 cigars. Yeah, try it. 10 cigars. You get a 30-count travel humidor. That's 75 bucks. The cigars, 110 120 bucks, right? Oh, you're asking me? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought, you were, the, I thought that was rhetorical. You're the retail expert. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. He's the manager. <laughs> let's round it. I forgot <laughs> I work here. Round it, round it down. Round it down. He's a little mitzed. Let's, let's say. <laughs> Are you talking to me? Oh, I had no idea. I didn't like, even know right, I worked like, here. I was just listening. I, was, I, was I didn't know you wanted me to really answer mustache. that question. Sorry. So yes. Let's yes. let's round it. Let's round it down. I'm just cruising ten cigars, around, mitzing around. Tens of <laughs> ten cigars, hundred bucks. The thirty count travel humidor, seventy five bucks. Yes. You got hundred and seventy five bucks of free stuff. Yes. And it's more than that, at least. Yes. With that, and then you will get to have and plus tickets. Tickets, tickets. Then you get to have an experience with a, a VIP pairing experience with Kurt, which he will be picking from his vault. Special cigars and special 
uh, spirits that <laughs> no one else has but Kurt on the face of the planet. He's got some cool And stuff. you're going to get an hour, hour and a half or you two with no Kurt idea, from 6 friend. o'clock to whenever it ends. It's You will not be able to repeat this experience. It's going to be unreal. And then what these guys are talking about is at the event at 6 o'clock, we're going to be giving away a 724 cigar box oh, guitar. Yeah. That's good. And you can get tickets to uh, get entered into the raffle for that if you buy eight singles, which is basically doing the two buy four, get one free. So you mm-hmm. end up with 10 cigars, mm-hmm. yep. right? That gets you a ticket. Yep. And then any box of cigars, any box of 724 cigars you buy, you get five more tickets. Any time between now and 6 p.m. the 10 counts or except the 10 counts? Well, it, it's 20 count box. Yes. 20 count box. So two 10 count boxes. Yep. You Just know. want to specify. Yep. And we got cheap we're going to give, we're going to, Kurt, <laughs> Kurt will be picking the winner for that at 6 o'clock on the 29th, uh, right when the, the event downstairs closes. And so that's basically what's going on at Twins. All right, sweet. You know? do, we have, do we have a flashback today? We're not going to bother with the flashback. Today. I'm curious. What was the flashback? Well, the f- <laughs> well, why don't we do it? Okay, <laughs> we're in now. We're, it's it's not like we're like way over anyway. Who the heck cares? That's a good one. All right, we're back to the future. That was yep. good. One. Yep, it is time for the 724 flashback. That's time of the the week when we talk about a historical event brought to you by 724 Cigars. <laughs> Smoke Gee. a piece of history. Salud. And practically uh, the unequaled. Let me open up the uh, computer here. Boom, boom. Two, four. Uh, password. Okay. You don't dare. There we go. Okay, so February 9th, mm. 1950. That was Friday. Yes, it was. Okay. In 1950, that was the day that uh, yes. McCarthy. Who? McCarthy. Who's McCar- McCarthy? McCarthyism. McCarthyism started. Did the... What is McCarthyism? McCarthyism. Okay. Is that like General McCarthy? Ism. No, the Senator McCarthy. What was his first name? I, I didn't write it down. Was it Hector? But he held up a piece of paper, George, oh, and said, Nobody does that. I have 205 Albert. names Definitely Albert. Definitely Albert. of people who are working in the State Department right now who are card-carrying communists, and we need to be concerned oh. about this. And that started this whole McCarthyism, you know. And then the, they all moved to the, Vermont. The, the, the communism scare. No, they didn't. They went to Massachusetts. The communism scare happened, and everybody went berserk. And it kind of catapulted him into fame as a senator. And, um, you know, the, all of this conspiracy theory and are the communists and the Russians coming to take over the, the United are States? Are they, are they planning themselves? The, the reality is, apparently, uh, it, you know, when you look back, you have 2020 hindsight, right? There were no names on the page that he held up. Really? Like it was blank. It was a blank piece of paper. It was a blank piece of paper. And it sounds it like turned, a boss move. Brilliant. As 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 years went on, it you know it ended up becoming plain that that what Speak. he was saying was not true at all. He ended up being censured by con by Congress, <sighs> and the last two years of his term, he basically spent at the bar drinking quite heavily and passed away uh, five years later in 1957. It's like the werewolf game. Liver failure? You ever heard about that? I did. Yes, I heard about that game. The werewolf game. Mm -hmm. 
So but that, ho- that whole yeah. is a, that you know that opens you know up the conversation about about you know conspiracy theories. And, well, do you and know that? Do you know the werewolf game? It's do a social werewolf? experiment. No. Yeah, it's a social experiment. A social so you grab experiment. you grab like of you know course, you would know about the yeah, werewolf game. Yeah. You grab like twenty people. Turns into one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, you. Uh, you go up on a rooftop and you throw off a bone and see you who separate, jumps at it. You separate. <laughs> you hand out. You hand out cards to people, and you. I mean, one of them. Uh, everybody gets a card, and on it tells them whether they are um, uh, a regular townsperson or whether they're a werewolf. Mm-hmm. And um, but they're not allowed to like obviously share that information. And at the uh, at the at the end of the day. The werewolves, you know, get to get to kill someone. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of the day, the uh, the townspeople with the with the werewolves all included have to figure out, you know, who who's the, who's the werewolf. Mm-hmm. And so it's a social experiment. Mm-hmm. And about what was it like eighty or seventy percent of the time, or it was higher than that, the werewolves yes. win. Yes, because the townsfolk or the townsfolk always backstab each other. Yeah. So that's what happens. So it's a, I forgot the whole thing and I watched the I watched a couple of YouTube videos on it and it, it it's pretty much an a social experiment to show that if you put a group of people together that no matter what what the outcome is they'll always They'll always go against each other. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the witches, yes. you know, yeah. like the witches and stuff like that. Oh my gosh, that person blew smoke out of their nose. They're a witch. <laughs> that was a that was a real thing. People are generally untrustworthy. <clears throat> Bingo. It's a healthy that, game, boys. Bingo. They, yeah. They call it. Lord we should of the play flies. it on the show. That's, that's what that whole. Lord of the Flies. There you yep. go. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Putting my money yep. on Pat as the werewolf. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I, I call mustache. that. It's a mustache. <laughs> I call you, sir. Do you have a favorite beer with the pipe tobacco? The favorite beer with the cigar was the lounge cruiser. Oh, I think it's we obvious. A... Mitts? Yeah. Mitts? Yeah. Mitts? I'm still going lounge cruiser. Mm. I really like, I, I, I feel like the lounge cruiser, as much as the mitts was, a wicked dessert. Yeah, with this. Mm-hmm. it was great. I still love how much, uh, how many different flavors were coming out of the tobacco mm-hmm. with the with the lounge cruiser. Well, I agree. if I was going to specify as far as like the change or like the amount of character that goes with it, I w- I would agree with you. But for me, for my palate, I feel like. I have, a, I have like a bit of a sweet tooth. Yeah, then that's so. That's, so I the mitts is just there. like that's just hitting home with me. But if I was to like be like, if I was going to pick one for like the populace, mm. I'd, I'd probably <laughs> the go populace. with the populace. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. yeah. What are you running for Senate? No. Dave likes to tease everybody. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> no. It's just, it's just, I got 200 <laughs> names on this. <laughs> <laughs> I got 200 beers. He's only got his name on it. <laughs> Who was it? That was McCarthy. Is that what you said, Dan? McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yep. he, was, he was like the original George Santos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> didn't that? Didn't that? Oh. Like, didn't that? The whole McCarthyism. Didn't that unleash J. Edgar Hoover to unleash like all these investigations on like everybody at that yeah, point? All that. All that. You know. And so, if you were liberal in any way, shape, or form, he 
phone were, tapped. You everybody. Were totally, totally under suspicion. You know what? You know what the funny thing is? is I, I, I really just found this out. Did you? <laughs> and this blew me away. Do you know what liberal means? Like the actual definition of the word liberal? No, but I bet you're going to tell us. Yeah. It, it means, means bubblegum. That you tolerate different ideas. That's the definition of it? Yeah. It's not a bad. I mean, but that, no, yeah. It's not yeah. really that yeah. bad. Good, good and, I'm like, and, and, I'm yeah. like, and I'm like, so that means, you know, if me and you disagree and we have two Jeez. different beliefs and I say, you know what, but that's cool. Let's have a beer. I thought that, that was We more, were very like liberal. And I'm like, shit, yeah. and I'm, I'm like, that is not what I've grown up to believe as a liberal, like, yeah. you know, at all. And I'm like, do liberals know that? That sounds more like a conservative. And I, I, learned about, I learned about it from a comedian who says he thought he was a, a liberal his whole life and then realized he wasn't. You know, you watch, <laughs> you watch too much Bill Maher. No, I don't. I don't like Bill Maher at all. But I'm actually, <laughs> Bill Maher lately has been getting closer to the right side. Well, he got red-pilled, so. Yeah. He got he, he he told he talked about it. He he totally said he was gonna mm. get. He got canceled. red pill. Yeah. Mm. He had he had that show where they smoke weed and everything on his own little podcast. Yeah, he got red pilled big time. Oof. Yep. He got red pilled. Yeah. That's why he switched sides. Well, Dan, thank you so much for being with us tonight, for bringing all these beers. No problem, my pleasure. This was great. I we, bet it was. It's been way too long <laughs> since we've had you on. Definitely. Too long. Month. It's got to be like a, close to like a, what we, a quarter of a year, half a year at least. That's yeah, gotta, probably last quarter I was here. So we'll uh, Pat and I will get going on the next iteration. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, of the uh, of this the smoking pear beer, mm-hmm. and we'll uh, I'll, I'll see you boys when when that one's ready. To I go. think I should be involved as like you know the placebo. No. You know no. maybe we can, we'll, <laughs> no. we can come by the Hickman's shop and we can do R and D there. Absolutely, <laughs> I'll meet Pat. you guys there. Thanks for taking time out of your studies to be on the show and talk about how you were a part of this and everything. Yes, absolutely. You did a great yeah, job. The you driving force, job. Pat. The driving force behind the beer. Thank you both for making the such drunken a great. <laughs> the drunken force. May the, may the force be with you. It's a new band. And also force. with you. And also with you. <laughs> this is the way. This is the this way. Is the way. <laughs> to end the show. Oh! And that's not oh. just blowing smoke. Oh. Smokey, everyone. <laughs> You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Thanks for listening, everybody, and that is not just blowing smoke. Rolling with the top down, smoking.